0: work, but I got to start tapping out some texts back and forth and maybe a little bit of sexting. That sexual and romantic intensity that's going on outside the relationship profoundly affects the relationship. Because my needs, when I'm cheating, when I'm acting out sexually, it's absolutely true that my needs, my wants, and my desires are going to come before the relationship. Obviously, if I'm cheating and, and out there hurting my family, then clearly my needs and wants are coming first in my mind. But they also tend to come first in the minds of someone when they're just at home. Like, I'll get to dinner later. I've got stuff to do. Or I don't have to help with that. Let her or him do that. Or the kids can figure that out on their own. Or, you know, we do as active addicts, and certainly with people who are cheating, we do a lot of pushing away of our responsibilities in our families and in our current relationships or work. And unfortunately, that has a cost to us and the people who we're doing it to. They don't always know what's going on, but they do feel our distancing, our unavailability, our lack of focus and they respond to that with questions and sometimes anger and confusion and nagging and and we just try to confuse them further that's the job of the cheater or the addict is to confuse your spouse further so that you don't find out what we've been doing because the most important thing to that person who's cheating or the sex addict is the cheating and the sex not you not the family all of that now here's a good question by the way people often we talk a lot about narcissism and people say to me well does that mean my a partner is a narcissist. I mean, you're telling me that when he or she cheated, when they did this, they put me completely out of mind and they didn't care about me at all or the consequences. And they just went and did this and they justified it to themselves. And now how do I know that they don't lie about everything? How do I know that they're not a sociopath and all of that? And certainly a narcissist. So let me say a little bit about addiction in general. Listen, anybody who is actively acting out an addiction or an intensity-based process from a spouse, like, a, like an affair. We are not thinking clearly. We are not making good decisions for you and the family. And we're not trustworthy. You don't see us in a process of healing or growth. You see us in a process of withdrawing from you and kind of living this double life. And as you probably know, compartmentalization... Is a big part of addiction and cheating because what it means is I have this little life over there that nobody else knows about or I don't tell anybody about. And, you know, I keep that kind of spinning and it's my little go to whenever I'm not feeling good or whenever I want something for me and feeling entitled, I run to that. That's, by the way, anti vulnerability, anti vulnerability because running toward intensity when you want intimacy, running toward a distraction when what you really want is to be held, that's anti vulnerability. And let me tell you the truth. Everyone who's out there cheating, everybody who's out there as an addict, everybody who's out there, including those of you who are listening, we all want the same thing. Ultimately, we want to be loved. We want to be a part of. We want to go home. I love that phrase. In fact, I love that word. H-O-M-E has always been one of my favorite words in the language. I've been thinking lately, and I'm going to give this to you guys, something about abuse, trauma, and cheating, and addiction, which is that, you know, the person who grew up in a fairly chaotic, traumatic childhood or experiences.